Hello, Screamer, and welcome to Scream Stream, where every week I review the best and the worst of streaming horror in under 20 minutes so you can spend less time picking movies and more time watching them. I'm your host, James Gass, and welcome back to the show again this week. I hope you had a happy new year. I hope it was fun and safe. Uh, I had a pretty good one. Stayed at home, watched some movies, and that was really about it. Speaking of movies, this week's episode, I am reviewing The Legend of Hell House from 1973. I told you last week, I read the book, I finished it up, and I watched the movie uh, the other night. And I want to do like a small comparison between the novel and the movie, just to see how, how they differed. And I have to tell you, there is a huge difference. But first, let me give you a brief plot synopsis of the film. It currently holds a 6.9 on IMDb and a team of consisting of a physicist, his wife, a young female psychic, and the only survivor of the previous visit are sent to the notorious hell house to prove or disprove survival after death. Previous visitors have either been killed or gone mad, and it is up to the team to survive a full week in isolation and solve the mystery of hell house. So the film was directed by John Hugh. And was writ the screenplay was written by Richard Matheson, who also wrote the novel. Stars Roddy McDowell, Gail Hunnicutt, Pamela Franklin, and Clive Revel as Dr. Barrett. And as far as the casting goes, I think the casting was, was pretty well done. I think they fit the characters that I created in my head for the novel. Especially Roddy McDowell, I think he was probably the best cast character. But in general, they all did a, a really good job. And they all sort of fit their roles fairly well. As far as acting, though, uh, there's some pretty bad acting. <laughs> as far as looks go, yes, they fit the characters, but the acting was just kind of bad. And I don't know if it was the acting or the script, because the script itself was just terrible. Uh, the book, however, was really well written, but I think Richard Matheson should stick to writing books and not screenplays. Because in the book, there's a lot of tension, a lot of suspense that builds up during each occurrence in the house. Whereas in the film, there is no suspense. It just stuff happens. When you write a screenplay, you want to show the you need to show the audience what's happening. What's because you can't read the characters' minds. You can't read it in a book. So you have to show what they're going through. And he did not do that for the film. For example, in one scene. Uh, Benjamin Fisher was sitting in the chair and all of a sudden he started screaming. Well, in the book, it, it walks you through the process of what was going on through his mind. But in the, in the film, he was just sitting in a chair and then started screaming. So I, I think Matheson just didn't know how to translate characters from page to screen. He, it's almost as if he expected the audience to have already read his book, and this is just sort of the supplement to it. So there was there was no real suspense. It wasn't very scary at all. Is essentially a sequence of stuff happening. A bunch of shit happens, and it the film for me just was really bad. It was a terrible film. It was just bad filmmaking. There wasn't a lot of atmosphere. There wasn't a lot of atmospheric. Music happening is just one occurrence to the next. I, I don't know. I just found the film rather boring, and I wish he had done a better job. 
I would actually like to see this book turn into sort of like a mini series, almost what they do with Stephen King's novels. Cause this is a 300 page book and you're compressing it into an hour and a half. A lot of stuff was cut out. He changed the way several people died. A lot of key elements were missing. The pacing was too quick for, for me. Uh, when I, when I watch a horror film, I want a slow pace. I want some buildup. I want some suspense. Uh, the Japanese have a really good way of doing that as well as the Koreans, but the British just, I guess maybe at this time weren't very good at horror. It wasn't their forte, if you will. Uh, and that might be generalizing a little bit, but that's just my opinion. I mean, more modern British films are good, slow burns. They build up tension. They build up that suspense. They create a, a creepy atmosphere, but this one just didn't do it for me. So yes, I think it could have been a lot better. As far as comparisons with the book, as I mentioned, several characters, two of the characters died in completely different ways. Uh, a lot of details were left out, for example, and this isn't going to give anything away, but so one of the main differences was the way they found this one character or this one uh, entity, Daniel Belasco, where in the novel it was a nice, slow build-up, uh, attention build-up to it. Whereas in the film, it just kind of happened, here's this character, we should find him. Or here's this ghost, we should go find him. It just, the whole film seemed flat to me. It just was flat and dull. It has a 6.9 on IMDb, and I don't know why. The film is just, it's just bad filmmaking. This movie, for me, is going to have to get at least a C-. minus. I just didn't enjoy it. The, and so, some of the acting was just laughable. Just a, a terrible film, in my opinion. Now, I did get a comment on Google Plus uh, from uh, a fan of the show. And he actually liked the film, and that's okay. You know, people will enjoy it. I've, but for me, it just didn't do it for me. Dull, boring, not scary at all. Rather disappointing, especially after reading the novel. Uh, I just would not really recommend it. I can't really recommend this movie in good faith. So, yeah, C- minus for me. But the book, however, the novel was amazing. I highly recommend going and checking out the novel. It's on, you can get it on the Kindle for like eight bucks. I think it is a great haunted house story. A lot of great detail in the novel, a lot of really cool explanations of what you might see in the film. Uh, and if you, you know what, I'll tell you, I'll tell you this. If you do plan on reading the novel, watch the film first, and then you'll see what I mean. How it was just a really poor translation. I didn't enjoy it at all. Uh, as for the novel, man, it was such a great book. And it's only 300 pages, so it's a fairly quick read. I read it within like you know three or four days. Um, not like sitting 24-7, but <laughs> in about three days, I finished it up. The novel, I'm going to give like at least a B plus, At least a B plus Because some of the characters, one of the characters in the novel is just kind of annoying. Uh, and I wish he would die from like the first few pages, but there's a lot of other stuff happening in the novel. And it was really creepy, really spooky, a great haunted house story. So yeah, go pick up the novel 
And there's my thoughts on that. Okay, since I I don't have a shit list this week because I did spend a lot of time reading the novel, uh, so that is going to wrap it up for this episode. But next week I will be reviewing Mr. Jones. I've seen this one hyped up on all the horror blogs. And it's PG-13 for a brief plot synopsis. A filmmaker and his girlfriend find creative inspiration in a mysterious neighbor's disturbing sculptures, but they may be hide, but they may hide a terrifying secret. So next week I'll review Mr. Jones. I've been wanting to see it, so hopefully that's a good one. I hope, and I uh, should have a shit list next week, and probably a new uh, list of horror films just released on Netflix and uh, Hulu, and all that other good stuff. Remember, you can find me over at screenpod.weebly.com. And there you'll find a contact form. So if you would like to send me some feedback, suggestions, complaints, you want to bitch at me a little bit, or you hate my reviews, <laughs> you can send me some feedback. Also, you can find all my social places there in the top left corner. Just click on the little icons for Google+, Facebook, Twitter, all that good stuff there. And you can also find... All the past episodes of Scream Stream, they are all there, all in order, and they're even in subgenres. So if you look on the right hand side, you'll see subgenres. You click on those and find my reviews in those horror genres. And also remember that Scream Stream is listener supported. So if you would like to kick us a donation to help support the show, please check out patreon.com forward slash Scream Stream. Kick us a couple bucks or a couple pennies. It's up to you. Cancel any time. It is a monthly donation, and I would greatly appreciate that. It helped me upgrade the website a little bit and uh, possibly upgrade a little bit of equipment here in, this, in the studio, air quotes. So please check that out there. And until next week, remember, if it was real, the cameraman would be dead too. Good night.